Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 267. Fire, 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 fire. Today's most inspiring entrepreneurs delivered straight to you seven days a week. This is Entrepreneur on Fire. Fire. Here is your host, who is always, always prepared to ignite, John Lee Dumas. Entrepreneur on Fire. Fire. Fire Nation. Are you an aspiring or new entrepreneur who's looking for a community of like-minded individuals who can offer support, tools, resources, and advice as you start your entrepreneurial journey? Fire Nation Elite is here to provide you with just that. 100% support, 100% of the time. Visit firenationelite.com to fill out your application and schedule a 15-minute one-on-one chat with me today. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, J-Dev Karande. J-Dev, are you prepared to ignite? Absolutely. <laughs> All right. J-Dev's business and personal life are almost one and the same because he simply loves what he does. Nothing is more rewarding than finding ways to add value to people's lives, whether it's directly through his business or connecting like-minded people to each other. Given Fire Nation just a little overview, J-Dev, but take a minute. Tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you. And then tell us about your business. Well, first off, John, I uh, really appreciate the opportunity to speak to Fire Nation and, uh, and having me on your program. Um, just about a little bit about me. You know, um, I think kind of looking back, if there's a common thread that I sort of look at from anything that I've done entrepreneurially and life in general is I just, you know, I love people. And, you know, my background sort of, you know, getting into professional started off as a nightclub, a nightclub promoter, cool. you know, and being, you know, and when you're a nightclub promoter, you better love people because you're, <laughs> getting, cause, cause you're getting, you're getting every single person to come to one of your parties. They're spending their discretionary income and they're choosing to be there and they don't have to be there. So you, you definitely have to find a way to connect with everyone and, uh, and, uh, and really find something that, uh, and they're gonna they're, they're gonna want so uh, that's first and foremost. But uh, I think you know it, it, when I look in, you know, all everything that I've done. Again, going back to that common thread, it's really about people and networking. And w- what I figured out about myself is, you know, it's very important. Uh, it was very important for me to really figure out what I was really good at. And then just and then really find out what I'm really bad at and acknowledge it and be okay with it. And uh, something that I find a lot of passion in is, um, again, connecting people and connecting with people and finding out really what people want out of life and seeing how I can be of some sort of uh, service or someone in the middle to really help that happen. And that's something that's played out consistently. And I, and I keep going and use, doing that today. Love that, J-Dev. And we're going to delve even more into your philosophies and exactly what you have going on later on in this interview because it's a lot of cool stuff. We chatted about it briefly in the pre-intro chat. But before we dive any further, Entrepreneur on Fire, we love to start every interview off with a success quote. So take it away. So um, this is a success quote that 
was introduced by Russell Simmons, and he he actually he, he was he, he did it. He quoted this in uh, in Super Rich. The quote is: "Those who need nothing attract everything," and that's just something that I really identified with, just because of um, coming out of a uh, Eastern spiritual philosophy to begin with. But that's what it means to me, and how I've used it in in my life is that you know there have been times, especially in you know, we're always selling in, in sales, okay, in entrepreneurship we're in, or anything in life. We're always running after something. And the harder we run, sometimes the harder we push, you know, it feels like the, what we're going after is running away from us. It's, it's getting harder to get after it. It's taking more time to go after that. And when I, when, I, when I learned about this quote and I started really reflecting on it and thought about the fact that, okay, you know what, really those who need nothing, attract everything. And you get to the most simplistic state of mind where you don't need anything except for you got your food, you got your shelter, you got your water, and you got the love you share. But beyond that, we don't really need much. And if we can really embrace that, you get content. And when you live in that sort of state of mind, all that sort of all the actions that even hint off any sign of desperation or that, you know, hey, I need you to you know, I need this uh, deal or I need, you know, this person to call me back. All that stuff starts to kind of go away and things start to come to you, you know. And, um, and that's why I just I, I love that quote and I try to practice it. And it's resonated with me ever, ever since I, you know, heard it. Those who need nothing attract everything. Russell Simmons. I love that quote, J-Dev, for so many reasons. And for me, I kind of liken it to negotiating. In negotiations, if you're willing to walk away from that table, you are in control of that negotiation. It's those that have so much to lose by not making that deal at that specific time, you have given up that control. And so I, I love that. That's an example that I can liken it to with the negotiation realm. And wow, there's just so many different ways we could go with this, but we're, we're going to push forward because this is Entrepreneur on Fire. This is about your journey, JDev. So let's start diving into that right now. Take us back to a time in your journey when you've failed or when you face an obstacle or a challenge that you maybe thought you weren't going to be able to overcome, but obviously you have, and share with us how you overcame that. There's so many, and they, almost <laughs> run, they, and they run together almost like it just becomes one and the same. So I'm going to I'm gonna go to a time last year, all right? Um, so in this current business, Wearcast, you know, we've had uh, – what we, where we are today is not where we, where we started. And in that, journey, in, in that journey, you know, we, we first started off this company being a, you know, business-to-consumer sort of model where people actually downloaded applications, uh, downloaded our app. And uh, they were, you know, supposed to be able to make, design T-shirts right on the fly by typing some text in and it would turn into a T-shirt. Okay, so Jada, before you continue, let's kind of break down real quickly. Just give Entrepreneur on Fire the quick 30-second rundown of what Wearcast is so we can be right with you on this. Gotcha. Okay. Well, Wearcast is a apparel personalization platform. It is really in the simplistic form. It allows any business really to sell uh, merchandise without any upfront costs, without any management of inventory, any uh, fulfillment, or any customer service. So really, anybody who wants to you know, sell T-shirts you know, and, and allow their fans or customers to be able to select a design, personalize it, pick, I guess, pick, pick their um, style, color, size, and buy it without any headaches whatsoever, they can do that. Now, we have focused right now in the music space, 
But Wearcast in a broad nutshell, that's what we do. Cool. All right. So continue with that failure. Okay. So we started off as a, uh, a business to consumer sort of company. And in uh, 2011, we launched a South by Southwest. And everything that we thought that was going to happen absolutely did not. And, you know, and uh, we, we found that uh, the number of people downloading our apps, you know, wasn't happening. The, the viral effect that we thought that was um, going to take off didn't happen. And we found a lot of different flaws in our own product. You know, that sort of experience in itself was just kind of, it, it, was, it was like, oh my God, I thought this thing was going to be huge. And it's turned out to be 100% the opposite. So let's zoom in on that. So let's, again, share with Fire Nation. South by Southwest is a very large interactive conference in Austin, Texas that people go to each year. And there's a lot of great unveilings of the next big app and some really big apps have been unveiled there and big startup companies as well. So kind of really yeah. take us there, JDev. We want to be there. Explain that day when you unveiled it and what happened thereafter. We went down to South by Southwest and we started just promoting with, um, you know, with flyers everywhere, letting people know about, we were, we had a, a, a Wearcast launch party on, on the Monday. I think it was, um, March, I want to say March 9th. Okay. Maybe that, maybe that was a date. Uh, I could be wrong guys, but, um, we had a launch party set, you know, at this place called venue two, two, two. And we had invited sort of kind of everybody from the Cincinnati community and anybody and everybody that we, we, we met down there to say, Hey, come down here to our party. We had about four bands. Ted Leo was, um, the kind of the headliner. We had another band called bad veins that was performing there from Cincinnati and then two others. And we had a screen set up behind the stage where people could actually type in, you know, different sayings and quotes that would turn into T-shirts and they would show up instantaneously on these screens. Wow. So, there, so you could see in real time T-shirts being created by people in the crowd. Now, we anticipated that to be even bigger where there would be a lot more people downloading. Now, one thing that we 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 thought was going to happen is that people were going to get super excited about this and this thing was going to take off and what we learned was when you when you when you launch anything at south by southwest you better anticipate a lot more things going wrong and the other thing is is that especially when you're releasing a product which we decided to release on you know down there there, there were so many bugs you know the uh, the uh, we were not people were not being able to down, uh, download the app to the iPhone it was only on android that it was somewhat working so there were all these issues that were starting to happen with the product but uh, and and that also i think impacted kind of that that starting point so i mean in, in a nutshell one you know, we sort of failed. If you think about it, I mean, our, yeah. the, our, you know, we thought we were going to have it. We had a successful party getting, you know, people had fun. That's for sure. <laughs> but, but what we wanted the party to be around, um, specifically around the downloads of our application, that was a failure. Um, now I will explain there was something else. There was, you know, behind every failure, there's something that drives you forward into success. Right. And so one of the good things that happened, now when I look back and I reflect and say, okay, wait, that was a failure. What we wanted in the, in the absolute was not going to work. But after the, what happened after that was 
you know how in South by Southwest you have a tech and you have a music sort of section, and there's a film also, but the 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 tech the tech ends on about a Monday Tuesday, and then all the music people start coming in. So that Wednesday. Uh, Cashmere Agency. Cashmere Agency um, is actually a current partner today, but um, at, they they represent a lot of different brands. But they work very closely with Snoop Dogg and uh, and also many other artists. And Cashmere and Vibe Magazine were teaming up to do a series of different events. Now on on I, I, I ended up staying throughout that week, and I was there on a Wednesday and a Thursday, and. When Nate Dog passed away, they wanted to do T-shirts for you know to kind of as a, a tribute T-shirt. Right. They were, were and they weren't sure if they were going to be able to produce them fast enough. So the owner of the uh, the venue told Ryan Ford, who's now a friend and who I met at that time, about our about our product and said this is and told us about our real time T-shirt concept. So. You know, that right there sparked a relationship that is now carried over into a number of years later. But we were able to take, they gave us different lyrics of Nate Dogg from different songs. And we were able to do kind of a real-time t-shirt sort of thing where we showed that on a screen behind all these performers. And that right there was just a spark of a future relationship. So, you know, even though we failed, again, every failure has some sort of clues of success and clues that are supposed to carry you forward. Wow, that's just a great story for a number of reasons because you went down to South by Southwest, you tried to do everything right, you weren't having the success that you hoped for. Some people may have just scurried away, given up, quit, packed it in, went home early, done any number of things, given up. But so many Entrepreneur on Fire guests talk about how luck plays some portion of their success in some ways. And they always come back to that quote, luck is where effort meets opportunity. So for you, JDev, you are putting in the effort. And because you were there, you were willing to fail, you were having bugs, but you weren't giving up. The opportunity arose and you made some amazing connections that spurred you forward. So that's just a great takeaway for Fire Nation to be able to hear that, listen, even when things are going so bad, you just want to give up. If you just keep your nose to the grindstone, if you just keep that effort there, you never know when that opportunity is going to show up. So I definitely commend you, JDev, for being there in that place when that opportunity arose. Thank you so much. And and and, and I'll tell you that his continued to be consistent. So from that learning, you know, we've, we realized that, okay, you know, this is not probably the right model for us. And so we continued to sort of push and we evolved the business to more of a B2B white label model where now, you know, it's really not about awarecast.com, but it's really about our clients, you know, and today we're working with artists and uh, music festivals, it's really about them. It's about their brand. We're just the, we're just the platform that um, that sort of support uh, that supports everything. So when we started taking that little bit of a turn into figuring out that this is where you know the white label model is where we want to be. Now explain exactly what white label model means for those of us that don't really understand. Your brand is not in the forefront. You know, it's not all about where, you know, look at wherecast.com. It's really more about the brand. So if I, if I give you an instance, let's talk about uh, Bunbury Music Festival. Okay. Okay. Bunbury Music Festival 
Uh, it's a music festival that's coming up in uh, this coming July. And, um, you know, they were our, sort of our, they were our first customer to kind of give us, uh, give us an opportunity to test this white label platform. And so we gave them, you know, a YouTube-like um, apparel store. We call it a studio, but we, it, 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 it's a store. They can embed it right into their website. So it's really all about their website and their brand. It's not about us. And when people actually go there and they can interact with it, they can pick different designs, they can pick the different styles, colors, sizes, and they all operate, you know, they can do all of this and buy their shirt from one interface. And that's, that is the brand's website. And that's kind of the beauty of one of the beauties of our model is that we are not taking anybody out of their own experiences. We're not trying to take import people of their users to wherecast.com where we have intentions of doing other things with them. We're really about, hey, here's an application that goes onto your website, embeds into your Facebook. It's all about you. And we're just going to basically be the software that, you know, that supports making sure that people buy your t-shirts. So JDev, this shift into this white label paradigm, so to speak, was an aha moment of source for you. So if you could just pull out one clear lesson that you've learned from that experience of shifting and focusing on this white label, what would that be? I think it's really about asking yourself questions every single day and really trying to get to, you know, it's, it, it starts kind of like zero-based thinking. I mean, it was, there was constant, are we doing the right thing? What's working? You know, what's not working? Um, you know, we always had an idea that there was, you know, we wanted to build something of, of some sort of a merch platform. We just didn't realize it, what that was going to look like. And, and that was even before we launched the business to consumer model. We had that sort of uh, insight of what we wanted to do. But it took us going through a different path to really realize that, aha, we had thought about something that we wanted to do. You know what? We should have actually gone with that one. That's probably the pe- that was the better of the two. So we actually had that sort of this model that w- where we are today in mind at that time. But it just you know sometimes you have so many different ideas. You want to run down different paths. You know, do I do this? Do I do that? And then you got to pick one and you got to go. And um, but you also have to realize when it's not going to work and you got to turn around. That bright, shiny object syndrome is so prevalent in today's society. I mean, there are so many exciting things coming up every single day. Every time you pick up Fast Company and Inc. and Entrepreneur, something else excites you. And I know you sent me an email this morning, J-Dev, where you said you had an aha moment reading a Fast Company magazine. And that happens to me, too. I mean, there's so many crazy things. You're like, where should my focus go? I want to try this and I want to try that. And there's so many different ways to look at this because you mentioned about not going too far down one rabbit hole before coming back if it's just not working. And that's that whole, the dip philosophy with Seth Godin where he talks about, you know, so many companies start down a path and then they give up right before they actually reach success because they're not willing to stay in that dip long enough to get out. But then he says, on the other hand, there are just so many companies that remain in that dip and they're never going to come out of it because they can't and they're better off just shifting, refocusing, pulling out and trying their efforts again. But one thing I do think we do need to focus on here, and I'm using this word focus, Fire Nation, specifically because you know I love that word. 
focus, follow one course until success. Once you find something that resonates with you, that resonates with your audience, and that is a viable business, you need to put blinders of some sort on and just focus on that keeping all that other white noise out. Otherwise, you're never going to become a master at that. So, so many good lessons, JDev. Thank you for sharing that. And I want to take your journey now up to present time because you have a lot of exciting things going on with Wearcast as we speak. Share with Fire Nation one thing that's just really exciting you right now. We have an opportunity to really make an impact on a large industry. And specifically right now, us being focused in music. What I'm really excited about is that the entire music industry, especially when it comes to live events, around concerts, around music festivals, the experience around merchandise for consumers has been, I'm going to go to the show, I'm going to you know, if, you know, stand in line to buy the merchandise that's there. You know, um, they may pay a pr- premium price for it, but the experience is, is that I buy it, I wait in line, they may have a limit, you know, limited colors and styles, something that I may like, I may not like, but at the end of the day, when I go home, I put it in the closet and, and that's it. I never, it's never to be seen again. And we've, we've talked to so many consumers about that and that's kind of the experience that everybody sort of feels because, the totally. whole, it, because it's been a vendor-driven business and that's great. And, 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 but where we're really trying to make a shift... It's time to disrupt this business, it's J. It's time to disrupt what do you get, the What do you have for us? We're making the focus on consumers. We're, yes. we're, we're, we're making it a consumer-friendly business, but not by saying, hey, just consumers. We also want to make sure there's a major benefit for the businesses, you yeah. know, the artists. It's got to be a win-win. And it's got to be a win-win. And on the consumer side, you know, now consumers will have an opportunity to you know, buy uh, kind of something that they like before they even go to the show, before they go to the festival, um, and you know, pick a design that they like, personalize it if there's an option to do it. And what I mean by personalize, I'm talking about maybe put your favorite song lyric there because the design actually allows for it. Maybe the band, maybe the music fe- festival is working with different artists that is allowing you to actually type in three different artists that you're there to see and instead of all of the others and you're being able to wear it on a v-neck or a tank top or a round neck of a color of your choice that's comfortable i like cut off t-shirts you can cut your sleeves off (laughs) why not but you know the thing is is that all these shirts have been very heavyweight cotton tees right and and it's because they're cheap to to cheap to manufacture and that's okay there's a business for that it'll always be there and but at the same time it's time to offer, offer something new not competing with those guys just something new for people to actually buy because these days we like soft t-shirts we like something that's going to sort of fit our body feel light all at the same time and and also be part of our lifestyle and this, that's exactly what we're giving consumers is sort of that lifestyle feel for a brand of their you know their musician or their music festival and giving an opportunity to feel a personal connection in that live event environment you know because again at the end of the day it's a personal experience just like when you go to a sports game you're basically buying some sort of your favorite baseball football team's merchandise before you go there and then now you're a part of it because if you didn't wear it and everybody's wearing it you don't feel that same thing that unless you had your thing and you were wearing it 
but we're also making it unique. You know, so John, when you go to your show, you're going to feel unique because you chose that. You chose the design. You chose maybe the expression on the shirt. You pick exactly what you wanted to wear and you got it and you're now different. You're not wearing the same thing that everybody else is wearing because it's really all about you, John. And now what if somebody comes up to you at one of these events, JDev, and they're like, wow, I love that shirt. Where'd you get it? What can you say? You say, hey, you know what? If you are at a Calvin Harris show, you know, then you say, hey, go to Calvin Harris's website or his Facebook page. You can find it there. If you're at Bunbury Music Festival, you say, hey, I got it on Bunbury's website or I got it on Bunbury's Facebook page. You know, you go, it's, it's, it's right back there. Wow. Yeah. So it all is driving back to that white label, that business, that win-win. Exactly. And here's the thing too. What I'm really excited about is, is that it, it, you know, these businesses like music festivals and artists, they're, they're not in the business of selling merchandise. That's just another revenue stream for them. And if you're an artist, you've got other things to be worried about than how to go and sell shirts. And at the same time, we are coming in there and saying, hey, look, you know that this is important to you. This is a great way to engage your fans and create, you know, uh, walking billboards out there. Yeah. And, you know, but at the same time, you don't have time for this. Let's get, let, let's, let, let's take care of it for you. So all you have to do is promote it and pro- while you're promoting yourself and everything else takes care of the rest. Same thing with music festivals. I mean, there's mega music festivals out there that are missing out on the opportunity to do this, not because they probably don't know that it's important because they're definitely selling shirts. At, the, at their festivals, but when it comes to online and it comes to selling things to the social networks, I mean, there's that's just they've got too many things going on. They're, and this is just if we can take the, this one thing off their plate that they don't have to worry about, that's an additional revenue stream for them without any any risks, any costs, or any things to manage. 100% off the, you know, off their table. Wow. JDev, I'm getting caught up in the passion. I see your vision. It's going in an incredible direction. I mean, I'm, my wheels are spinning. I'm thinking, man, <laughs> entrepreneur on fire. We had over 267,000 unique downloads in the month of May in over 145 countries. I get emails from passionate Fire Nation listeners every single day just saying they love the brand. They resonate with it. I need to provide them with some wearable material. You got it. You know what? That's that's and that's exactly what we do, and it allows you know Fire Nation could be personalizing their Fire Nation T-shirts in expressions that really get them fired up, yeah. you know, and, oh. wearing, and wearing them. So absolutely, John. That's and then and so when, when it comes back to why I'm excited about this business, right. it's because I think of it as a karmic business. Karmic. You know, I I think of it as karmic because the more you give, the more you get. We are a company that's completely based on performance. The more we give away our product to artists, you know, of other businesses that also want to be able to use this to give away to in and um, to their uh, customers, attendees, and fans. The, you know, the better it is. I feel like when we put, take Wearcast and we share it with an artist, it's, it's saying, hey, look, we're not trying to take money from out of your pocket or anything. We are trying to give you a tool that is going to enhance you and your business, you know, all together. Add another revenue stream to them without the headaches, headaches. of managing that revenue stream. So, JDev, I love it, man. We could just keep talking about your passion because it is boundless, <laughs> it is endless, but I have to rein it in because we've now reached my favorite part of the show. We're about to enter the lightning round, and this is where I ask you a series of questions, and you come back at us, Fire Nation, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? 
believe it or not, nothing. This is something that from day, I mean, from the age of 10 or 11, I've kind of felt that this is, this has been my path. This is what exactly, um, drove me to the point where I actually dropped out of college to pursue my passion in entrepreneurship and, wow. you know, took, you know, used promoting nightclubs and parties to founding our first business called Zipscene with my co-founder Samir Munger, who's still there, evolved the business nice. and is taking it to a whole new, another level. So nothing held me back. This is, I am following exactly what I was born to do. What was holding you back when you were six years old? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what is the best advice you've ever received? The business advice that I'm using right now, okay, because all, the best, there's so many of them, right? But the one that I'm using right now is uh, be transparent. You know, I think there, the, uh, the transparency is something that is, is so important in all aspects because if you are transparent, not only with uh, internal to your company, to everybody and your customers, and you have nothing to hide with your investors, everybody's on board with you. And then no one has any, and it removes all doubt. And, you know, and that's something right now. I mean, we, when we work with our customers and our partners, we tell them exactly what our costs are, how they're, you know, and exactly what we're trying to make on every single shirt. And then, Leave it up to them on saying, hey, this is how much you can make. And if they want to reduce the prices, well, then at least consciously they know that they're taking less off of our table. But at least we told them, hey, these were our costs and this is what we're trying to make to, to be a successful business too. So transparency, transparency, transparency. So besides transparency, what is something that's working for you right now? Looking out from the aspect of how do I drive value for the other person, you know, so it's really less about, Hey, what can I get out of this? Or what can I get right now? It's really in all situations, looking at people in general and saying, okay, how can I add value? What, what can we do to add value and looking more externally and keeping that focus on the, an external outlook. Boom. Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? Entrepreneur on fire. <laughs> My favorite answer ever, J-Dev. I'm just going to stop there. And Fire Nation, you can find links to this resource and everything that we've mentioned in today's episode by going to entrepreneuronfire.com slash J-Dev J-Dev, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? Super Rich by Russell Simmons. It's not a business book. It sounds like a business book. But it is, a, it is a book that one can use uh, to really sort of reach um, kind of a, the levels that one may be aspiring to reach. Very cool. Well, Fire Nation, I know you love audio. And if you've not yet done so, you can get the audio version of this book for free by going to eofirebook.com. It's a gift from Audible for Entrepreneur on Fire listeners eofirebook.com. So, JDev, this is the last question, and it's kind of tricky, so take your time, digest it, then come back at us with an answer. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I'm going to take this $500, right? And I'm going to try to figure out, I'm going to find a place which has, uh, which is going to be nice and uh, maybe a coffee shop and just, uh, you know, cheaper food. And I'm going to go around and I'm going to try to see how I can go ahead and 
um, just meet with people and uh, you know take people to lunch. I'm gonna use those. I'm gonna use that five hundred dollars up in just identifying people that I can connect with, uh, taking them out to lunch, and seeing how I can add value to their lives. And I'm gonna basically use all five hundred dollars to seeing how I can add value to the other people um, that I'm meeting in this cosmopolitan place, and take it from there. JDov, wow, I love that answer. And Fire Nation, I want you to take away something from this interview. And that is luck. And the thing about luck is that's when effort meets opportunity. And those are the strong examples that JDev used. He was putting in the effort and that opportunity arose and he snatched it. And now he is where he is today because of it. So think of that theme, Fire Nation, when you hit a wall or you hit an obstacle, as long as that effort remains high, your opportunities will come. JDev, give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, share how we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. Entrepreneurship is a journey that is really a journey about yourself. It's really not about others. It's not about what others are doing. It's really about what your full potential is. And it's really about your own guiding faith. And the stronger your faith becomes in exactly what it is that you're out to achieve, you will, not, it will, you, you will always be on track. So it's really, really, really all about strength, strengthening that faith. Um, I can be found on Facebook at Facebook slash JDev Karande. I can be found at JDev at Wearcast.com. You can find me on Twitter at JDev Karande uh, Twitter, but I wouldn't use that because I don't tweet that much. But, um, <laughs> you know, you can find me on Facebook for sure and uh, JDev at Wearcast.com. I respond to emails almost immediately. Well, Fire Nation, you are well aware that you can find the links to everything of value that we've mentioned in today's episode by going to entrepreneuronfire.com slash JDev Karande. JDev, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise, your experience. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, John, for this opportunity, and thank you, Fire Nation, for listening. Okay, Fire Nation, are you inspired enough to start your entrepreneurial journey? You need to begin with a platform, and your platform is your website. I've created a video that will take you through the process of buying your domain, installing WordPress, and creating your first post all in under seven minutes. Visit entrepreneuronfire.com slash blue to find out how to access this great video and take your entrepreneurial leap today. Thank you for joining us at entrepreneuronfire.com, your daily dose of inspiration. Prepare to ignite.